This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. Episode 194, Peter Franson's Spirit Blade, A World of Shadows. Welcome to the Strangers and Aliens podcast. Strangers. <laughs> to boldly say what needs to be said. Would you be a stranger or an alien? Or would you be a strange alien? The truth is out there. I am your father's best friend, Plumber. Superman. Wonder Woman. Heroes. Villains. Captain Picard versus Captain Kirk. Do you think that there's room in sci-fi for God? The very first thing that God did Surprise, you are. was that he created something, so we have a creative God. This is Strangers and Aliens Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Strangers and Aliens. I'm Ben, Ben Avery. I am a sci-fi fan and a fantasy writer and a comic book reader and a Christian, children's pastor, all that stuff. And all those things wrap up together and that's what you get. You get Strangers and Aliens when you take all that stuff and wrap it up together. And I am here with Evan David. Hello, it's me, Evan David. You can't get rid of me. I can't and don't want to. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll... we'll and I'll just I was, leave it at that. Yeah. I was talking to the listeners, not necessarily you, Ben. I know we're friends, but uh <laughs> that sounds vaguely threatening then in that <laughs> in that case. But um Yeah, and we are here with a third person. This is not Steve, though, and it's not Dr. Jace. But it is someone who's been on the show before. You've heard his voice really on I don't know, the last seventy-five hundred episodes. I don't even know, but you've heard his voice <laughs> on the show, and that's Mr. Peter Franson. Hey, guys, thank you so much for having me, and thanks for all you folks listening to this who are about to put up with my babbling for however long we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, Peter's here from the Spirit Blade Underground podcast. Uh, he's also here from Christian Geek Central, and he's also here primarily because, I mean, the timing of him being on right now is because of a new release that is coming from Spirit Blade, which is, is it the third in a trilogy? Is that what, what it is? Yeah, we're capping it off. A Spirit Blade, a World of Shadows is going to close out the uh, the Spirit Blade trilogy. All right. Cool. Yeah, so that's why we're here is because that third part is it's coming soon. And we're recording this before it's been released. Is that correct? Yeah, it's it comes out July 18th along with uh, some other stuff that goes along with it. Yeah, so we're recording this before it's been released. This episode will probably be released after the 18th, but... Just to let people know, at the end, we're going to talk about um, a special discount you can get for being a listener to Strangers and Aliens, and uh, we'll, we'll get into that toward the end here. But yeah, for now, hey, Peter, uh, tell us about yourself, man. Tell us. You've, you've been on before. Some listeners may have actually heard uh, the episodes where you talked about Spirit Blade and, and the, the story, not the Spirit Blade Underground, which is the podcast, although it might not be a bad idea to, to uh, kind of go over the difference between the two right now. Yeah, that was a, uh, of all things, I was inspired by freaking George Lucas with that one. Uh, <laughs> because uh, because somewhere early you know, along, you know, he had uh, his, his student film, THX 1138, 
he then used the same name for his uh, for his his sound uh, engineering division, you know, uh-huh. for for home theaters and, and uh, whatnot. Uh, and uh, so I thought, yeah, okay, I'll do that. I'll do Spirit Blade Productions, and then that's the that's the entity that creates, you know, the uh, the, the Spirit Blade audio drama trilogy and the Spirit Blade Underground podcast. But as you can imagine, there's a little bit of confusion. And ten years in. Screw it! I don't. I can't go back and rebrand things. So <laughs> this is where we're at, you know. But yeah, the uh, Spirit Blade Productions is the name of the little one-man company that I run, and my wife does the books for. And uh, it exists to equip, encourage, and inspire Christian geeks to just uh, uh, live increasingly for Christ. And uh, so that's done uh, through audio dramas, where I, I hope to, through story, uh, inspire. Uh, geeks out there that to, to to maybe see their faith in a through a different lens and maybe get excited about it after you know having a, a fresh look at it um, and uh, and just be inspired creatively themselves to go and do creative things you know in uh, in the in the uh, I don't know world there was a better word I was going for but world <laughs> is what came out so <laughs> um, and then the uh, the Spirit Blade Underground podcast is a uh, an examination and celebration of uh, of uh, uh, geekery and geek entertainment um, through a, a, a biblical lens. Uh, so, I mean, definitely some overlap with uh, the kind of great stuff you guys are doing. Um, and that's uh, Christian Geek Central is also kind of an outworking of that. That's the uh, online community and the the YouTube the YouTube channel that uh, that is a, a part of all that as well. Yeah, and so your Spear Blade Underground. Uh, I was just talking with Evan today about this actually, and, and kind of explaining to him. Because um, it's it's I don't think it's the first Christian Geek podcast ever. No, definitely. but I do think it's the longest running currently right now. Because wow, you've been going for I... how many years? Um, when did I start? Two thousand. I want to say two thousand seven, maybe is when I started the podcast. It's uh, this this week. I just am uh, recording episode four hundred and nineteen. So, and it's a weekly podcast. Yeah, so yeah. it's you know, I don't think there's anyone out there who's been doing it longer than that though. I wow. really don't, and uh, I do know of some podcasts that that were around before that, but yeah. they are long gone. Long, wow, long gone. As far as I know, wow, that's a shame. We need more. Well, you're the granddaddy, man. <laughs> <laughs> you're the grandpa. You're... Yeah, but, I'm not uh, comfortable with that title. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, it's it's good though. I mean, it's it, you haven't. I, I don't think you've burned out. I don't think you've you've gotten um, to where you're not fresh anymore. You're still doing your thing, and um, but fortunately, your content is relevant. I mean, you you really basically cover something that's been recently produced, movies or whatever, and then you have your kind of devotional aspect as well that, that yeah. I really enjoy. And and so that's I mean that's all. It's timely, but then it's also timeless depending mm-hmm. on which half you're you're listening to, and sometimes both timeless. But, well, thanks. That's that's um, the hope. That's the hope. Yeah. So that's that's uh, that's the podcast, and then Christian Geek Central um, that has a, a handful of different prongs that that it does with community and stuff like that. Um, why don't you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean the, the it, Christian Geek Central kind of came as an outgrowth of the uh, the Spirit Blade Underground uh, podcast community, and I just kind of wanted to broaden that a little bit, and I wanted to have. A central place where you know I could still produce content that would you know resonate with Christian geeks, but then I also wanted to, uh, over time, get better and better at pointing a spotlight on uh, on other 
Christian geek endeavors that uh, that are aiming to be biblical and also producing content with excellence, you know, um, and uh, which is you know why I uh, uh, asked you guys to be a part of the network, and I'm so grateful to have you guys uh, associated with Christian Geek Central in any way. That's a huge honor. Um, so yeah, it's and so it's uh, it's in part a community. I mean, we've got some online forums and uh, but. You know, so that's that's yeah, community and a spotlight and uh, on you know just hopefully a, a spotlight and sometimes a, a portal to just all the other worthwhile Christian geek endeavors on the web. And then finally, we're we're getting to the actual topic here, which is the Spirit Blade. Uh, what do you what do you call it? The, the Spirit Blade audio drama is what I, what yeah. I would say, but is that yeah yeah that's how I would that's how I describe it. Okay, it's, right. it's, it's, a, it's an audio drama trilogy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so tell us a little about that. Uh, it's, it's sci-fi. It's, it's, uh, musical. <laughs> it's, well, it's... that's, uh, that's, that's, that's in question at this okay, point, actually. Right. Oh. Yeah. I just yeah. remember music being a big part of the, the, it, it is and continues to be in a sense. So the Spirit Blade trilogy, first of all, it is sci-fi. It is, uh, uh, but it's, it's a mashup of genres too. It's, uh, and the first one is inspired by, uh, you know, comic books and anime heavily, and so it has an adventurous, positive feel to it, but at the same time, there's blood and guts flying and gory monsters and stuff, so it's that weird kind of blend of tones that you can only find in anime and, and comic books. Um, and then uh, the second one takes some inspiration from some horror films, definitely goes much uh, darker, and uh, uh, and it's got, you know, wizard-type characters battling against cyborgs, and it's a mashup of, you know, all those kinds of genre tropes. And uh, and then the, th the third one, uh, you know, just kind of takes all of that and pumps it up to an epic scale and also uh, builds up even more the, the, the kind of character... Uh, development and uh the just kind of the groundedness i mean you know my hope is that throughout the whole thing you know it'll be this crazy you know uh speculative fiction experience that people can listen to while they're driving or exercising or doing mindless work or whatever uh so it can be entertaining but you know also uh show them you know some aspects of their faith in a, in a new way and so it's uh, lots of action and uh, and as you observed uh Music has been a big part of it. Now, the Spirit Blade trilogy was originally conceived as a, you know, a pseudo musical, uh, using songs that are sung by characters to tell parts of the story, but with an electronic industrial mm -hmm. style of music rather than the sounds that are more typical of, of Broadway musicals. You know, there's no jazz hands in these things. I guess you couldn't <laughs> see them anyway if there were, but. Uh, and a number of listeners, you know, over the years have expressed to me their love and appreciation for the songs. But at this point, while I was getting ready to kind of cap off this trilogy and then put it in our catalog uh, to, to stand the test of time and, you know, as I move on to other types of audio fiction projects, uh, it seemed right now to be a good idea to provide alternate versions without the songs included. Uh, and these are what I'm branding as our legacy editions of these stories. And it's actually the primary version that I'm that I'm going to be like pointing people to going forward from this point, and and that's and that's all in an effort to uh, to appeal to a wider audience and to allow the trilogy to better stand the test of time and also the particular or changing musical tastes of 
of listeners. So the legacy editions of the Spirit Blade trilogy have had all the songs removed and the scenes actually re-edited to account for this. And in some cases, there's been new background scoring put in or even lines of dialogue have been inserted to compensate for this change. And uh, the end result is, I think, an appropriately labeled legacy edition that uh, I think is going to uh, stand the test of time. And it's certainly my actual preferred version to to listen to. Um, although those special editions uh, will remain exclusively at spiritblade.com uh, for those who, who want to experience the trilogy as it was originally envisioned. So did you do a special edition of the World of Shadows, the third part? Yeah, there's, there's uh, July 18th, Spiritblade of World of Shadows is coming out. And at the same time, um, the legacy editions for... Uh, the whole trilogy and special editions, those are all going to exist at the same time, beginning July 18th. So you're going to get, you'll be able to go to spiritblade.com and get the special edition of Spiritblade, special edition of Dark Ritual, and the special edition of A World of Shadows, which will contain the songs. Um, or uh, what I would point you to is uh, the legacy edition of, uh, of those same projects. They'll all be available starting uh, July 18th. And before I forget... I'm trying to check off all my stupid like promo marketing stuff so I can get all this crap out of the way. <laughs> but starting uh, starting July 18th, when A World of Shadows releases, exclusively at spiritblade.com, for a limited time, people will be able to download Spirit Blade Legacy Edition, the original story in the trilogy, for free, uh, for a limited time. That's at spiritblade.com. They can do that and uh, dip their toe in the trilogy and see if this is something that might be for them. And if they like it... Uh, they listen to it. They get a couple days. They like it. Uh, that's the we have the promo code. Yes, uh, the promo code Strange Alien, one word, Strange Alien. And uh, I don't know if if capitalization matters, but the way you sent it to me was all caps. Yeah, it, I think it might. Okay, so Strange Alien, all caps, and you'll get twenty five percent off the Legacy Edition of World of Shadows. Yes. So if you like it, you can. Then buy the second one at regular price, I guess, and the third one, 25% off. But I have to say, uh, and, we'll, and we'll give that information at the end as well, but, Peter, I, ha- I have to say, you George lucas it with, with your company name. I know. You're <laughs> kind of George Lucasing the, the whole thing here. <laughs> I know, but the difference is, the difference is... You're going lucas backwards. Did, you're starting yes, with the, the special edition and then yes, moving into the I legacy. get it. I recognize that. But the difference is, Lucas did not give us the option to get the original cut on Blu-rays. Uh, that's, on what, Blu-rays. That's, that's what I'm true. giving you. Not on Blu-rays, although I have it on DVD. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I did get it on DVD, so I'm happy. That means I, I, I've quadrupled dipped in my lifetime. But, and it also means I have the... the uh, original trilogy on dvd next to my my blu-ray set um, <laughs> normally i would get rid of the the earlier version and either give it away or, or something like that but um yeah so okay yeah I, you know it's okay man it's okay to each, to each his own you know george lucas he's his own man he's doing his thing you're peter maybe, maybe george lucas was peter francing it i mean well, that's what here. My philosophy is: let's let everybody do their own thing. Who wants to kind of check out this trilogy? It's like you know the musical thing, and you know I realize that it's I'm I'm asking a lot to do. Like, okay, have you ever heard of audio drama? No. Okay, let me explain that. Okay, this is also sci-fi fantasy, and it's Christian, but it's also bloody and gory, and it's a futuristic story, but it's not an end time story. Oh, and there's songs in there. Oh, but they're not Broadway songs. They're these weird electronic industrial songs that you may or may not enjoy. You know. So I, I felt like, you know, the songs would, is just like might be one thing too much for uh, new listeners. And I also find in my experience when I'm watching a movie that the film score 
ages so much more gracefully than like pop music. Pop mm. music gets old really fast, <laughs> really fast. You know, you know? We, we have a we have a an episode coming up where we're, we're going to be talking a lot about the pop score. Mm. Um, it's the Flash Gordon. Oh, oh yeah. there you go. There <laughs> we, you go. Yes. We did. Oh, that's actually the episode after this. Yeah, we, we okay. haven't recorded the end of it. We recorded the beginning and the, the way we do some of these these episodes where it's basically I'm trying to torture Evan with old bad movies. Um, it's not always torture well this time it was <laughs> this time i tortured myself little preview but um we we talk about it and then we stop recording and then we all each go and watch it and every 25 minutes we stop the movie and just give a little quick um log <laughs> log entry you know this is where oh, we nice. are and this is okay this is what we're feeling um and, and i owe evan he he gets to choose the next movie <laughs> so, yes, I do about that because I know some of his possible selections, but it's going to be good. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, the Queen soundtrack, I can't tell if it's dated itself or if it yeah. just stays timeless because it's Queen. Yeah, yeah. There are those rare exceptions, but I, I wasn't banking on being a rare exception. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Peter, I, I have a few questions for you. Sure. I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of audio drama. So how long are these? Uh, gosh. Um, well, there's two different cuts of them now, so it's hard for me to remember the runtimes. Uh, the the, the runtime of the first one is about feature length. So it's about the length of a movie. I want to say it's over okay. two hours. It's over two hours. Oh yeah. It's less, it's less than two hours in the legacy edition and it's over two hours in the special edition. Uh, dark ritual is, uh, that's going to be around three hours, I think. And, um, and Spirit Blade World of Shadows is a beast. It, it comes in at uh, four hours, maybe more than that in the uh, special edition. I can't remember. Okay. Well, that's that's pretty much smack dab in the middle as far as audio dramas are concerned, in my experience. Yeah, so, I mean, they, cer- they certainly a lot of them can be very uh, serialized and uh, and go you know for a really really long time if they're more like uh, episodic and stuff, and or some of them can be more like short films, you know, and, and run thirty to sixty minutes. Or some of them, like uh, I, I downloaded some of the uh, the dr- dramatizations of comic books, like Civil War and Batman No Man's Land. Oh yeah, and those aren't really episodic, but they go on for like twelve hours. Oh wow! Yeah, so it's yeah, yeah they're, I, I, they're I, high quality too. Those are really they cool. are they're the graphic audio ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, they're really really well done. Nice, surprisingly well done. Like I feel like I'm listening to what could be a, a big budget motion picture. Oh, yeah. Cool. Um, apart from the narration, yeah. but uh, that's that's the one thing that takes me out of it. But oh, everything yeah. else is great. For those though, you got to pick. You got to pick whether you want to go with Marvel or DC because they reuse voice actors. Oh, so you're like, wait a second, Captain America. <laughs> you were Batman last time I listened. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, Evan actually produces a, a audio drama series for where he works, um, which is what? Life Action Ministries. Yep. Yeah, I saw that on your website. That's cool. Yeah. That is Thanks. really cool. Yeah, we uh, we had a children's curriculum that we'd been doing for several years, and uh, we just had it. We, we sat down in a meeting, and we said, what could we do that uh, would be different and new? And I threw out the audio drama idea, and uh, in a year we had one. And so we're, we're releasing album two next month. I know oh, cool. September. So, uh, two months from now, but yeah, we're excited. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I've got some experience in this area. I love working on it. I love listening to them. So I, I'm going to check out, uh, the first one since it's coming out for free. I will definitely, uh, take a listen. Cool. Yeah. So, um, 
Peter, uh, I'm going to ask you who would like this? That's that's kind of my when we review movies, a lot of times instead of saying, do you recommend this movie? I, I prefer to say, who do you recommend this movie to? And sometimes, you know, when especially, you know, Dr. Jace did this once or twice and Steve did it once or twice. Nobody. You know, I recommend it to nobody. <laughs> but, um, but who who would you recommend uh, Spirit Blade to? Who's it for? Um, I, well, I think it's for fans of. Uh, I mean, this is going to sound really broad, but I mean, like, and the inspirations for each one were a little bit different. So, you know, like I said, the the first one um, was taking inspirations from uh, anime, from some of the animation that I grew up with. But again, it's, you know, even though it has a little bit of that kind of positive feel to it, an adventurous feel, it's still pretty dark in terms of like the violent content, you know, so people who like horror movies you know body horror like john carpenter's the thing i like playing around with those kinds of like nasty body horror concepts there's some of that in dark ritual too uh but people who also just like action-packed you know sci-fi you know like uh uh i, I don't want to say freaking star wars but uh uh you know like what's the first one that comes to mind um I don't know. Take a pick of your your average Tom Cruise sci-fi action movie. You know these big budget. <laughs> you know he plays the same guy in all of those, doesn't he? You know so uh, you know big budget. You know summer action sci-fi movies. Um, but I think people that also appreciate some uh, depth of of concepts thrown in there. You know like so fans of like I'm I was really inspired early on by the Wachowskis and the Matrix trilogy um and I I would say I continue to be inspired by the the film style of a director like Zack Snyder um and I try to bring that into the way I edit audio as well so that it has not just a straight audio drama feel but a cinematic vibe to it you know like there's a scene in in the uh in the original where one character he comes out charging out into a hallway to take on a bunch of uh, these guys called shock troopers you know and uh, as he's running out there suddenly this sound you hear a sound effect go doo and then all the gunfire that was blazing before suddenly it gets muffled and lower pitched and slowed down and so as a, as you know i I'm, I'm pulling from film and kind of expecting my audience to be film fans and understand just from the audio cue, audio cue alone what I'm trying to what images I'm trying to put into their mind you know so uh, I think that just people who like oddly enough people who like really visually spectacular uh, sci-fi action movies um, are going to find things to enjoy here and also reasons to put their thinking cap on and uh, and consider some elements of their faith in a, in a fresh way. Uh, you mentioned The Matrix, and, and I guess I, I'm going to just throw this out here right now. Um, Evan, I think you and, and Peter actually have some similar tastes in, in movies. It sounds like it. Yeah, well, because <laughs> maybe – correct me if I'm wrong, Peter, but you, you're a fan of the final two parts of The Matrix. Am I right? Um, yes and no. I, I, I think of the, the trilogy as one movie. Okay. <laughs> so you, you really like uh, the ending. But – I um I really like what they did. It it had to grow on me to be honest with you. It had yeah. to grow on me. Um I really like what they did. I like the uh the Christ imagery in the uh, in the third one. Um and a lot of it, you know, grew on me over time, but as I look back, one thing that I will never change that I felt from the very beginning is that whole third movie should have been even more in the world of the matrix instead of in the real world you know that that continues as i look back to be a point where i'm like ah guys i think you kind of missed the boat there well i just feel like both of those two movies after the matrix <laughs> missed the boat okay. boats were oh, missed ben. and then they said okay well we're not going to take the boat we'll take the train 
we'll go down to the subway. They missed that too. Well, I'm not a fan of them inserting um, all those scenes from Toy Story. You know, in the first movie, there were some great action scenes where the cameras would like fly around the characters, and then when they tried to convey that same thing, it's like, oh man, Neil's going to take on all these Agent Smiths, and then oh. What is this, a scene from Toy Story? This is all a bunch of <laughs> shooter stuff here. What happened to the bullet time? What happened to the cameras that were like in a big armada circle around the filming? What the crap? Oh. Yeah. So I definitely have my bones to pick, you know, with the trilogy. It's so, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's the kind of like poking and, and uh, butting of heads that you have with a brother that you dearly love. <laughs> <laughs> and at least it's no Cloud Atlas. Oh yes, no, yeah. I that, haven't that even seen that one. Yeah, yeah. That was a shame. You're good. You're good, Evan. Yeah. Can't touch or, Speed Racer though. I still haven't seen that. Oh, oh man. Yeah. See, I actually like Speed Racer. One of my okay. absolute favorites. And, okay. and here's my thing with Speed Racer. I feel like it's. <laughs> they said, you know what? We could do a trilogy, but I don't think we're gonna get the chance. So instead <laughs> of doing like we did with the Matrix, we're gonna tell that first part, but we could stop there if we need to. We're just going to tell the whole trilogy right now. Yeah. And so it's just crammed. But then I love the the car stuff just reminds me when I see the car stuff happening. What is it called? The Carfu or whatever. Yeah, they sell car Um, car food. It feels like a little kid holding two cars in their hands and driving them around the living room and just doing jumps off of the couch and letting them flip around each other. And it's just a big budget action spectacular with the hands removed of the children. Wow. It, it just feels like that to me. And, and that makes it cool. That makes oh. it really, really cool. As far yes. as the races go, um, the visual style, but then the visual style too is just, it's candy, it, man. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, it doesn't take itself, uh, too seriously, but at the same time it takes itself seriously. Like it's the world that they're in. We know it's like a cartoony, unrealistic world, but inside that world, it's all there's no tongue in cheek. In oh, there. okay. Cool. So yeah, yeah. I, I think it's definitely worth a at least a single viewing. Oh, right. I own the thing, man. I watch that maybe once once a year. Yeah, I, I love that movie. And, and then there's Jupiter Ascending. Just, oh man i was hoping i was hoping like okay this will be the wachowski return to greatness uh that was that was a bummer i get what they're trying to do i mean it was meant to be like a fairy tale yeah and it works on that level as far as they they check off all the boxes and there's one or two moments well the terry gilliam moment i loved where it's it's the paperwork time and they're they're having to oh get, yeah you know, yeah that was <laughs> yeah. that was fun and there's there's some some bright spots there but overall it just was oh it was long and tedious and, and difficult well, somewhere so. along the way for me uh zach snyder like replaced the wachowskis especially in terms mm-hmm. of like he consistently whereas the whereas the, the wachowskis it was like okay they did two and a half movies that i really really <laughs> enjoyed you know um but uh, zach snyder it's like i have not yet seen a zach snyder movie that i did not really really enjoy uh. I have. I, <laughs> I'm I, sure. Yeah. No, I know. No, no. I know. <laughs> I, sucker Punch, man. I that movie, uh, Sucker Punch, just made me angry. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> because it felt like, you know, it's one of those movies where it's like we're gonna really take the air out of this, you know. And, and for for Sucker Punch, it was, you know, kind of a it's a women's empowerment kind of thing, but then it's using, you know it's using women in a way in the movie 
that goes against what the message of the movie is. Mm. Like that's that's kind of how I'm I'm watching. I'm like they are they are totally objectifying these women, mm. but they're mm. making a point about objectifying women elsewhere in the movie, mm. and it's just like they kind of lose track of what what are we trying to say with this movie because we're actually doing the thing that we're saying you shouldn't do. And, and that's that's what it was for me with Sucker Punch. But visually, it's incredible. Oh, yeah. And I, the way it goes in those different places and, and the different styles and the different warfare, it's visually, it's it's amazing. I really, really like two of his movies. Uh, and then the rest are like, yeah. But I, <laughs> the visual style in all of his films, though, are that's my that's my favorite. Um, like. I really dislike Watchmen just because of all the stuff that's in it. But uh, I, there's no arguing against the amazing spectacle that it is as a film. Mm. I mean, because he took the comic and put it on the screen. Yeah. 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 Unfortunately or fortunately, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depending on your mood, maybe. Well, he yeah. did that with Batman and Superman. And so same thing, much better film. Mm. So... So hey, we're talking comics a little bit, and Peter, I know you're you're a comic guy. Yeah. Um. I, I, last I had heard, you kind of cut back on some of your comic reading. It's been a little while since I've heard you talk about comics, um, on your podcast because I haven't listened to your podcast in a little while. But, um, Rebirth, man, we we have we have a reset of the DC <sighs> universe. Have you been doing anything with that? Following anything with that? Wait, 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 wait. Before we do this, Peter, I got to know some things. Okay. okay. Marvel or DC? Oh geez, um, whoever's write, being written the best. I mean, like I, like okay. if I have to, and I say that I guess to be politically correct or something. But my <laughs> my history is with DC. I know that universe really well, and I really love that universe. But like these days, it's like I I'm gonna read uh, whoever's whatever book is being written the best. I used to never do that. I used to be like I am gung ho Green Lantern. It's Green Lantern is the best, or, or Spectre. Spectre is the best, or you know da 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 da. And now it's just like, okay, well, whatever book is being written really well and it's got people in spandex fighting bad guys, I'm going to give it a try, you know. Great. <laughs> and so what, who's your favorite superhero, would you say? Um, well, historically, and I would say now even still, Green Lantern, just conceptually, I just love that superhero because I, I think it's maybe just as something as simple as the power set. You know, it's just, oh, Superman can da-da-da-da, he can da-da, Wonder Woman can da-da-da. Yeah, Green Lantern can do all of that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> He just has to want it bad enough, you know. <laughs> nice. Okay, carry on with the conversation, Ben. <laughs> so, are you, are you reading any Rebirth? Did you follow any of that? What do you think about Rebirth? I read the opening one shot, and, uh, and then I was like, I didn't know what I was supposed to read next to follow the story I was interested in. At the end of Rebirth, um, there, there's like a big flash at the back of like all the different issues that you can follow now it's like i don't want to follow all these different issues i want to know where this thread is going i want to know with this i don't want to spoil anything but you know with this character this big kind of reveal they had at the end where do i go to follow that story and they don't tell me it's like once again they're expecting me to buy all of their books yep uh to yeah, follow yeah. what they're doing and i'm like you guys if you really want to win either old people back or new people for the first time, why not start with a mini-series that establishes what your new status quo is, and then let us decide if we're interested in that. And if not, you can course correct, wait two years, and do another big event or whatever. Yeah, you know? And that's what they're doing here, is they're, they're doing the course correct. They're saying, okay, we stopped everything. 
we restarted everything. And now what? Nobody is really talking about it. People don't care. Yeah. But what if we stop everything again, rewrite the entire universe? Yeah. But they're not doing that, keep, though, Ben. And keep everything that everyone liked about everything else that we've done. And so we're keeping the good of the new 52. We're keeping the good of the, you know, the old, the old stories and, and just starting afresh and, but starting fresh with everything old is new again. I don't know exactly. I don't think that's an accurate description of what's going on. You don't think so. You don't think that's what they're doing is saying, Hey, we're going to give the fans what they want. Oh, that's what they're doing, but that's not what they're doing. They didn't, they didn't stop everything. Like new 52 was another crisis on infinite earths. They, they chopped off at the end of the old continuity and said, okay, we're done. Everything, everybody, every superhero, it's all reset. Nobody knows each other. Everybody's starting fresh and we're doing it all new, all different. Um, sounds like another comic book company I know. Um, and then with this, they did not do that. They didn't stop everything. They're going to, they're keeping all the threads going that they started with the new 52, but they are, like you said, doing a course correction and trying to get some of the old fans back and fixing some things that didn't work, but they're not stopping everything. They're keeping it going. They're just injecting either new stuff or the old stuff that was missing back into the, the bloodline. So it's not a tomato, tomato, whatever you want to say, as far as the, the, the semantics of what they're doing, they are resetting it to where they're hoping people will come back. And so they're saying, you remember the stuff you liked before we reset to that again. We're back. Yeah, did you guys notice like uh, J- Jeff Johns, you know, he's really good at pulling on the the heartstrings of a fan of DC history, you know, because yeah. there was that big splash page. Um, can we spoil the one shot that that's that's launched the the, uh, the rebirth? I, I think I think we can. OK, I, well, yeah. there's just that moment where one character says to another character, oh, blank, you know how could I ever have forgotten you with tears in his eyes? Mm-hmm. And then they embrace, you know, and I'm just, and, and that was, you know, that, that clearly seemed to me to be like, this is a message to the fans as well. You know, it's like, how could we have forgotten the characters, the history, you know, that you care about. So I'm really hoping that along with this change, if we haven't seen it yet, I, I'm, I haven't been following really the, you know, the news and the whatever, but um, I want to see the old Justice Society back and I want to see Ma and Pa Kent back. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but when they launched the new 52, they took all these established heroes and they made them all rookie 20-somethings again with no life experience. And then they removed everyone in the generations above them that they could potentially go to for wisdom and yeah. counsel, you know? Yep. And I'm like, what the crap? That is such a reflection, I feel like, of just our natural tendency to think that our generation is the one that, like, knows what's going on and everyone older than us, they're out of touch, you know? Well, they might be out of touch with a few fads and stuff that don't matter, and they might be out of touch with technology and stuff, and maybe they are wrongly set in their ways about some things, but can can we not throw that baby out with the bathwater? I mean, there's got to be... So I'm looking forward to seeing, uh, hopefully, the Justice Society that, that I know the world war two justice society, uh, come back. It'll be interesting to see where they go. Um, I mean, I'm only, I read the rebirth one shot and I'm picking up, I picked up Aquaman today and I picked up, uh, the new Superman today. Oh yeah. Because that's, that's uh gene, gene Yang, I think. 
Is oh name? no, you're talking about the new Chinese Superman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's they, what I'm talking about. They, <laughs> but, they, yeah. You bought the other ones. I don't have to buy those. Oh, I did. They, yeah. they got me back with this, guys. They did. It worked. I'm back. Oh yeah. I'm by. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I quit on the new the new 52 cuz all the stuff you just said and I talked about this with Steve a couple episodes ago I quit because they they killed mom pa can't they're gone superman's not acting like superman he's not married to lois lane it's just it's not him and he's my favorite he's my absolute favorite so they they messed him up so I I jumped ship I I kept trying to read you know the graphic novels that came out I'm like I'm going to give it a shot and I, I got like 3 or 4 pages in and I'm like I just do not care at all <laughs> um but now They've brought back real Superman. Like I yeah. said, it's not a it's not a reboot. They've they've taken the old continuity, picked up where it left off, and they've re re put it back in there. And uh, I I love it. And I've been I buying. Just, Go ahead. I was just gonna say I I just hope that they understand the potential they have with Superman having a son. I felt like they dropped the ball with Wally West. As the uh, remember when Wally West had kids? Either of you guys remember that? No, I do. No. I well, I, I vaguely remember he had kids. It was toward the end of the of the run with Wally West uh, as the title character, and uh, they did a thing where they they like aged the kids up or something, and they gave them superpowers, and they had them going out and adventuring with him. And I'm like, uh, no, guys, no. What would resonate more? You know, assuming you are trying to kind of connect this, have this, have this character connect to people who are fathers of young kids. What would connect with them more is having the kids be normal, having them be at home, and having them missing their dad while he is out working or trying to achieve something or trying to you know, be who he thinks he's meant to be and trying to balance that with being a father and giving his family the attention that they need. And how ironic that would have been if the fastest man alive had trouble keeping up with that. So I'm hoping that they don't like bring Superman. They don't make a Superman junior thing where he's out fighting crime and stuff. I would much, I would be much more interested if they're going to make him a father to explore fatherhood, you know, and in a way that's a little bit more relatable to the, to the average father that, that might be reading. Well, I just listened to an interview with Dan Jurgens, and what they they are going to be doing that. And the big thing they're doing is they're with his son anyway. Is he's getting his own comic series, uh, the Super Sons, where Uh-oh. he's where yeah, where he teams up with Damian Wayne. Oh no! Yep, yep, yep. And it's going to be a big, you know, it's going to be a fun contrast between the parenting styles of Bruce Wayne and Clark Kent. Yeah, um, <laughs> they, they'll explore that sort of stuff. Jeez. So, so even that though could be fun. Yeah, I that, think that, that 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 could work. That could work. The Super was, Sons, uh, in the classic, I think it was in seventies, they would have a backup. In, it's that imaginary tale kind of thing, where it's it's Super Sons, and it was the son of Superman and the son of Batman. Uh, the ones that I read, it seemed like they were kind of on that, you know, cross country. We're gonna travel the United States and and come up against hippies and, and stuff like that. But it, it wasn't great, but it was it was kind of good. Hmm. It's kind of good. Yeah, I saw that and I thought it was really weird. But this new idea I like because I, I already like the character of Jonathan, who's Superman's son. And I've never liked Damien. But, oh, me either. Uh, yeah. But I think it'll be fun to see the contrast between the two characters. And I understand he's grown up some and he's not as awful as he was okay. well, when he was good. first introduced. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, Peter, right now, what are you reading that doesn't have pictures? Uh, Let's see here. You know, I don't do a lot of uh, 
of reading these days. Usually it's late, uh, late at night, right before I go to bed, I'll read like some magazines. Like I get print magazines of Game Informer and, uh, and PC Gamer to read and, and Knights of the, well, Knights of the Dinner Table has pictures. Uh, oh, oh crap, so do magazines. Dang it. I'm doing uh, It counts. It counts. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, I am also reading, um, through Terry Goodkind's, um, sort of truth series. I'm currently on Temple of the Winds, which is the one, two, three, fourth book in that series. Um, so I, uh, I really enjoy his work. It's been eclipsed only by uh, Brent Weeks um, in recent years. Okay. And what are you looking forward to on the screen? What's coming up that you're looking forward to on the screen? Big or little? Uh, oh, geez. Big or little? Um, um, I'm I'm hopeful for Star Trek Beyond. Um, I'm looking forward to watching the uh, ultimate cut of Batman versus Superman. Woo-hoo. Oh, me too. Um, me too. Apart from that, nothing is is. Oh well, I'm 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 curious about Suicide Squad and kind of tonally what they do with that, and it looks like it is going to be different uh, from uh, the 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 well, certainly the the visual style, but maybe also the feel of of uh, Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman. So, yeah, I'm really I'm really curious as to just what that's going to look like as the the first non Superman movie in this new DC cinematic universe. Isn't that weird? It's just <laughs> weird to me that that's the first one. Yeah, <laughs> like, OK, I can understand if they Green Lantern, you know, or or a solo Batman. Yeah. But Suicide Squad, like, OK, we're going to we're going to expand the universe by bringing in obscure characters you've never heard of. Yeah. And we're going to throw them together in a team. And uh, not only that, they're going to be villains. So it's going to be hard for you to care about them and relate to them. But we're going to do it. It's like, well, we're, I want, we're going to do want, Avengers only with characters you don't like or shouldn't get- like. We're getting Batman. We're getting Amanda Waller. We're getting Joker. So, I mean, that's going to have far reaching stuff for the rest of the yeah, universe. And I am curious how much Batman is going to be in it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I've heard it's not very much, but. Yeah, I'm curious, like with the, the trailers that we've seen, there's these kind of like uh, government, you know, restaurant or boardroom conversations. And I'm wondering if that's where they're going to do some of their universe expanding is establishing, you know, what does the world look like? And then you can bring in these different characters that, yeah, they're lesser known, but they're from different kind of corners, possibly of the DC universe. And so, I mean, I, I don't know if that was their motive, like, oh, this will be the best world builder movie that we, you know, so let's use this prop, you know, maybe that, that, that probably wasn't the motive, but I can see how they could accomplish a good amount of that with this particular property. I mean, we'll see. I'm, like I said, I'm very curious. It's just weird. It's just weird to me. (laughs) It's Yeah. We'll see. I mean, it's it is. I'll say this, you know, as much as people want to say, hey, DC is just trying to catch up with Marvel and, you know, they're trying to copy Marvel's success without actually doing what Marvel did. This is definitely going off the Marvel path. Yeah. Uh, This is doing Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, third Mm. and (laughs) yeah, and and before Avengers. So, yeah, it's it's weird. It's strange, but it's got Will Smith. So there's there's some star (laughs) power. All right. So it's a risk worth taking, I guess. But All right. Well, let me ask you this. One more question, then we'll wrap this up here, Peter. Um, what's what's next for you then? You said you you've mentioned there's some future things. I, I, you don't have to give specifics, but what's your plan now that World of Shadows has wrapped? Uh, where, where are you going next to scratch your creative itch? Um, I'm going to go in my office for three days and play video games with the door closed. Okay, let's go <laughs> a little further long term. Which game? 
Um, uh, usually some kind of open world stuff. I mean, I Am Setson is coming out next week, and then uh, I still want to get uh, Sword Coast Legends, Cosmic Star Heroine, and No Man's Sky. So those are the next ones on my list. Right? No Man's um, Sky. Yeah, yeah, I'm hopeful. We'll see. Uh, but after I take a three-day kind of vacation away from everything and just a break, um, I'm I'm definitely planning on going back and picking up our uh, Pilgrim's Progress audio drama series. We released one episode back in uh, 2009 as kind of an experiment to see uh, what people would, how people would react if they would want that considerably more than the original IP that I was creating, and uh, um, and that wasn't the case. That there seems to be an equal interest. Uh, there seemed to be an equal interest, you know, for both of those. But uh, but now that's another promise that I feel like I got to fulfill, and I'm actually happy to fulfill it. It's a it's a property I'm excited to be, you know, digging back into and adapting and making accessible and more like a, a you know an adventurous fantasy. Uh, movie type of experience so uh yeah that's what's next awesome all right well um where can people find you spiritblade.com is basically like where it all starts and everything branches out from there um and uh july 18th or after that is the time to go there and pick up uh spirit blade legacy edition for free and check out trailers for all three parts of the trilogy and trailers for both versions of each part of the trilogy so you can uh, figure out what interests you you can get to the podcast from there and christian geek central from there so yeah spiritblade.com is, is the destination for all weird things peter franson and if you use the the promo code strange alien all caps um that's from july 18th through july 31st i believe yes yeah and you'll get 25 percent off uh part three world of shadows yeah so do it do it now get to the chopper Yes, I will get to the chopper of audio drama. (laughs) (laughs) And now the metaphor makes some kind of sense. Not that it needed to, but I did it anyway. So, Uh, hey, Peter, thanks for for joining us. We appreciate it. Guys, thank uh, you. I I thank you. You, I really appreciate the chance to come on and hang out with you guys and and uh display my wares. <laughs> hey, you're, you're you're strangers and aliens family, man. You're family. Oh, thanks. So, yeah, um well, Evan, anything you want to add here? Well, uh just wanted to say it's nice meeting you. Peter. Yeah, you too, Evan. This is really cool. Yeah. And uh should you ever need any more voice actors for your stuff, I I do dabble. Oh man, I'm gonna need a ton for uh, the the next project, so uh, I will probably come a knocking. <laughs> oh. I'll be here. Cool. Um, oh, and Ben, I think we wanted to plug an episode upcoming episode. Two hundred is coming. That's right. Woo-hoo! I mentioned it in the lost episode last week with X Men Age of, or X Men Apocalypse review that was lost on my computer, but was found when my computer resurrected from the dead. But um, yeah, episode 200 is coming and episode 200. The topic is 200 of the greatest stories of all time, not 200 greatest stories, not the 200 greatest stories. Um, but these are going to be basically kind of segmented lists. And we're going to be talking about favorite novels, favorite um, comic book story arcs, favorite TV series, favorite movies where uh, Evan, Steve and I are assembling lists that we are going to be using to, and we're going to score them somehow. I don't know how, but I would like to hear from you as well. So if you email podcast at strangers and aliens, or if you, um, well, you could email even your voice talking about it, but anything you send us as far as, you know, here's a list of my 10 favorite novels. We're going to, 
use that to weigh in our scoring. And if you send us any description of why you like something, we will use that within the episode. Uh, we really just want to have other voices beyond just Evan, Steve, myself. Dr. Jace is going to get on the action one way or another. I'm not sure exactly how that's going to work with his schedule, but yeah, so that's that's coming up. And we, we want to hear from you. Help us to celebrate episode 200. It'll be, I'm not sure the date that it's going to be released on. End of August, right? In, uh, yes, I do yeah, believe yeah. so. Yes. So maybe next episode we'll give you a date with a cutoff time for when you need to get <laughs> that stuff. But um, yeah, and we want to hear from you. So that's episode 200. And we'll get more information out on the Facebook page and stuff like that. So. Beyond that, I don't have much more to say other than thank you so much for listening, everyone, and Godspeed. You've been listening to the Strangers and Aliens podcast, hosted by Ben Avery, Evan David, Steve McDonald, and Dr. Jason Neal. Our music was composed and mixed by Tim Leffel. We'd love for you to join the conversation by going to our website at strangersandaliens.com, where you'll find show notes, articles, reviews, and more. You can also email us directly at podcast at strangersandaliens.com. Or you can join our social media conversations by following us on Twitter, where we are at Strange and Alien, or liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash strangersandaliens. Or leave us a voicemail by calling the Strangers and Aliens hotline. That number is 1-804-37-ALIEN. And once again, thanks for listening. The future, a world where the quest for truth has ended. Do you believe in the supernatural, Mr. Vendarius? The Shada will bring hell to Earth for thousands of years. Shock Division, kill them all! <laughs> the trilogy is complete. Spirit Blade, a full cast audio drama. For a limited time, download the Legacy Edition of Spirit Blade for free at spiritblade.com. 